Welcome to Upskill Journeys, the podcast that helps demand generation professionals decide how to effectively enhance their knowledge and skill set to advance their careers. This is your host, Grant Bentley, Strategic Account Director for Inside Up. Today, I'm pleased to be speaking with Manashi Ghosh, Director of Demand Generation and a guest lecturer for the Levy School of Business at Santa Clara University. How are you today, Manashi? Well, Grant, thank you so much for having me here. I'm doing fine. I hope you are doing well, too. Well, it's certainly a beautiful time to be in California, and that's where you're at, right? Yes, yes, yes. How long have you been in California? And give me uh, our audience a little bit of the overview of the journey that you've taken in your career. Yeah, so uh, thank you. I have been in California for more than a decade now. And uh, post my relocation uh, in the Silicon Valley, I um, started pursuing my MBA in Santa Clara University Levy School of Business. And while pursuing my MBA, I started my uh, career as a digital demand generation professional. In my first company, I had a revenue uh, goal of $5 million ERR. Mm. Subsequently, today, I mean, I have worked for companies, the bigger Fortune 500, you know, powerhouses, yeah. where the revenue goal was $200 million plus. So from 5 million to 200 million revenue and pipeline goal, the journey has been a very exciting journey for me. It's very important to decide. Okay why upskilling during your career journey has really helped you in increasing those revenue amounts because uh, that's growing importance to the executive suite. So describe for our audience uh, why upskilling and and continuing to focus on this matters so much to a demand generation person uh, such as yourself. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, upskilling is important for couple of reasons. First of all, with upskilling, you are making a strategic investment in yourself for your growth that will help in the company's growth. And any company like with you are able to align yourself better with the the company's mission go-to-market strategy with the companies and what does a company you know look towards achieving not only establishing it as a brand but also you know delivering successful business outcomes and there is a consistent productivity while you are if you are upskilled you are able to be a partner in that consistent productivity you are able to do cross-functional collaboration better. You are able to uh, have a better uh, stakeholder alignment and then also navigate through the challenges, you know, that we are actually at present witnessing. I would say we are witnessing a lot of turbulence in the current macroeconomic environment. And uh, because of that, if we are prepared if we are upskilled then we are able to bring lot of value on the table participate in the value creation opportunities and then lead with confidence resilience and perseverance these 
qualities are very much needed today. Well, you mentioned that you had uh, continued as an alum of uh, the uh, Santa Clara University, your yeah. work with young business students, and uh, yes. give give our audience a, a flavor for why that uh, formalized MBA education was so valuable, and as you mentioned, navigating the challenges of, yeah. of large organizations. Yeah, because a formal MBA education prepares you to become a better leader as well as a you know like you are a practitioner and then you are a leader so mm-hmm. it prepares you with leadership qualities capabilities the other thing is because an mba program it is very rigorous and quantitative mm-hmm. and it uh, you know from the very first day it also helps you in developing that strategic mindset so when you are in the real life you know business world you are able to address the challenges better you are able to work uh, both with a strategic and tactical you know mindsets mm-hmm. like you in order to like i mentioned you need to understand the company's vision mission and gtm strategy and then you need to be that you know uh, lead the your team or you know, manage the execution processes. MBA program helps you in becoming that uh, better uh, leader, empowers you. The other thing is like in very recently, you know, I participated in a Santa Clara University uh, product club challenge. The students, they were given the opportunity to um, present in front of a real world startup and a real world business challenge. The startup oh, you brought in some judges then. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was one of the coaches. There are four to five uh, students per team, and then like they presented on like what would be the GTM strategy. They were given a budget. Now, based on this budget, predict the pipeline and revenue growth. You know short term and long term give us a marketing plan so think about it like when they they are participating in these type of activities and then there is already like they're getting prepared for that real world cross-functional collaboration and uh, you know like that alignment alignment with like what the companies you know founders or board of directors they want and then aligning with that, how should you strategize and execute? So that is it. What does technical training really allow you to do that as a demand generation professional that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't just go and, and dig down in some of these topics? Yeah. So, uh, you know, Grant, uh, this type of technical training enables to, first of all, to understand the whole context better like you mentioned about the customer's journey the buyer's journey then about attribution then of course there is like for any demand gen professional or demand gen leader there will be a you know like a revenue and pipeline goal and how do you meet that goal how do you deliver those successful outcomes so for that you you need to understand in but i would say you must understand how marketing operations work, how sales operations work. You should have, you know, like that thorough understanding about, you know, either market to or HubSpot, mm-hmm. then the sales force. Uh, and then only you can, it is not only, I always say this, it is not only about bringing in the top of the funnel leads. You should, as a demand gen professional, 
care about conversion and conversion optimization. How do you make sure those leads are qualified? And then how do you make sure those leads finally turn into opportunities? The opportunities are like from opportunity stage zero to, you know, it, it progresses yeah. and finally it becomes a one deal. So that entire journey that you are better able to be an active participant in that entire journey when you have the technical skills expertise, when you, you yourself understand, uh, you know, market to HubSpot, Salesforce, even say Tableau, you know, you can get the insights from the data. So it's, you know, it's, it's not always clean data. You, you must understand the insights. Yeah. yeah and whenever I've seen uh, one of these software companies do a yeah. um, presentation, everything seems to work perfectly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. when you actually implement some of these programs, yeah. you might have to change the configuration. Exactly. And oh my gosh, if you don't know how it works, then you might have to yeah. wait in line. Tell yes. me... Uh, what your yeah. experience has been in in being able to negotiate your 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 way through this so you, so you can get what you need fast yeah uh, so definitely because i understood um, you know like in one of my past roles i actually started this movement that no leads left behind on the table mm-hmm. and because of my uh, marketing operations and sales operations expertise I could ask the right questions internal stakeholders mm-hmm. and uh, I I can like I was seeing that the the leads the SDRs were actually not engaging with all the leads that marketing mm-hmm. was bringing in and now these leads like I then had regular interlocks with the SDR teams but before that I went to the marketing operations how do we do the attribution better how do we make sure that the leads are you know like we we are able to segregate between bad leads and good leads. Basically, the leads are DQ'd. Like a help desk assistant is not a qualified lead. So first of all, how do we remove the bad leads? How do we clean the data? Mm -hmm. And then like bring in the qualified leads and further segment them as warm leads and cold leads. So that entire uh, process, uh, it it took a time and it, it really took a lot of effort from all this, uh, you know, uh, effort and cross-functional collaboration from all these stakeholders. uh, And and then kind of uh, we were able to establish regular interlock, the processes, and then leveraging these, uh, optimizing our use of these uh, technologies of Marketo, of Salesforce, of lean data, Mm -hmm. outreach, and then kind of uh, basically establish a cadence where the SDRs would get those, uh, you know, qualified leads on time. I would also like to just uh, quickly touch on that people process technology framework. Mm-hmm. So when you are upskilled, when you see like uh, this system can be better optimized, then this people process and technology framework really helps you in establishing these processes and cadences. So the ability to get what you want from um, technology means really negotiating with the folks that are holding the keys to those applications and, and really saying, look, I understand what you're going through. I know how much effort it might take to do what I'm asking yeah. you to do. Yeah. And I don't think it's that much effort. <laughs> yes. so I, can, I, can, I can give you a very quickly a used case. Like I saw 
that uh, the leads are coming without like there is no industry name given which yeah. industry or the number of employees right and that is so important how do you segregate between you know smb midsize and enterprise yes. and then uh, go to sdr and sales for them to nurture with more personalized messages mm-hmm. right so for that and there was no at that point of time there was no way uh, we can get that information from marketer mm-hmm. so immediately the sales operations team helped me because i i i i am a hands on user with zoom info i know zoom info's capabilities mm-hmm. so they helped me like we created in salesforce a specific uh, you know like reporting uh, mechanism mm-hmm. where i would get the employee size underscore zoom info like uh, zi so, so basically you could append the data to those yeah workers, exactly right? so mm-hmm. i could append the data that way and i could say se- do that segmentation and i could deliver that came from your knowledge of products not just yes. uh, the fact that uh, y- you know you need the segmentation but no, actually but... how can the technology yeah. help, help you do that yeah, exactly. Now, in addition to hard skills, you know, yeah. and understanding product certification, this sort of thing, another thing that has come up as we've done this yeah. uh, review and put together our survey is the idea of soft skills, you know, yeah. or working with people, so to speak, in more yeah. effective ways. So yeah. uh, talk about the importance of how um, demand generation professionals can kind of upskill in that area. Yeah, sure. You know, I think like I was telling you that cross-functional collaboration, it is so important. And if you don't have the soft skills, it will be difficult to, you know, work with several different like uh, teams. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. only mean like it will be only your peers or marketing teams. It will be, you know, like uh, sales, customer success, partner marketing team with the SDRs. So there's a huge, I mean, it takes a village to make any effort successful and then deliver on the, uh, you know, business metrics that, you know, like the board of directors, the investors are looking towards. So for that, you need these every day. Like, first of all, the most important thing I think is your listening ability mm-hmm. you know you should learn to uh, you know listen i mean not only talk but listen to what you know your uh, cross functional stakeholders team members everyone you know they are they are talking they are, they are saying and then how to collaborate with uh, empathy Mm-hmm. That is that is again very important. Is one of those key words yeah. that you can uh, you sure. can exercise and demonstrate not only in the office but also at home with exactly. your own family members. Yeah, yeah. And active listening, as you know, yeah. means sometimes using techniques like paraphrasing exactly. back. Here's what yeah. I think I heard you say. Yeah. Can you just verify that that's you know what yeah. you meant? And, exactly. and people appreciate that because uh, misunderstandings can cause a lot of friction. Exactly. And then the other thing is that when you are like with the cross-functional collaboration today, you are not only working like local, it's like at a global level, yes. right? And so there again, the uh, DEI, the diversity, equity mm-hmm. and inclusion comes into picture. We work at a global level. We have in our team members like uh, 
our team members come can come from different parts of the world mm-hmm. and there it is very much needed that there is a you know that environment is friendly people are willing to help each other and then people are willing to you know uh, collaborate together with that big picture vision that this is my goal and here's what we need to do to meet our goals and objectives. You know, this is really a good point because even if English is your second language, sometimes yeah. the cultural advantages of not being, you know, here in America and having yeah. this sort of like bias yeah. towards yeah. thinking exactly. that everybody is going to speak English when they yeah. are young, you know, people yeah. in the world. And yes. It's really helpful to actually travel to other regions of the world and yeah. look back at how U.S. is viewed by the rest of the world. Yeah, because exactly. it's not like everything happens in Manhattan, folks. No, no, no. <laughs> even <laughs> even though uh, you know New Yorkers may think that they are running the U.S. and the U.S. is running yeah. the world, it it you don't get that sense when you're in other parts of the world looking back. You say exactly. How arrogant are those people? And and <laughs> their values are so out of whack. How come they don't spend yeah. more time enjoying life? You know, you yeah. go to Italy and you go back and, and you spend a honeymoon in Italy and you say, geez, I got to get out more and, and have more fun with friends. It's I mean, so you, funny. You, were, you were spot on. I mean, most importantly, I always, uh, you know, believe in leading or managing or collaborating without an attitude yeah. just leave the attitude just leave your ego back on the table right, and just right. just be the you know be the best version of you know the friendlier you because it is needed yeah. uh, and uh, especially in today's uh, you know challenging environment you know it is it is very very much I really appreciate some of the time that we spent together and learning how important yeah. some of these areas are. So from your perspective as a demand generation professional and, and all the work yeah. you've done in your career, uh, yeah. what are some of the key areas that people should remember as they're thinking about investing uh, for the future? Yeah, definitely. I would say that, you know, uh, MBA helps. Having said so, you you don't always get the opportunity to pursue an MBA education. There there is a cost factor associated it, with it, you know, a, a time investment. There there can be many factors. Mm-hmm. So then, at least upskill yourself with having some technical certifications, mm-hmm. having some soft skill based training, and then uh, the other thing I would say also, if it is possible. Uh, like I'm also a certified project management professional oh, yes. and uh, in bigger companies like uh, the projects are very complex and there's a mm-hmm. lot of ambiguity in, the, in place. There can be. And so there, if you have a, uh, you know, like a project management certification, you are able to manage the project better. Like mm-hmm. I always say that in pen and paper strategy looks very good. PowerPoint slides look very good, but when the real life execution comes, your project management capabilities, your technical expertise, your uh, you know cross-functional collaboration abilities, these these things come into picture. They they help, and and that makes you a you know good good capable performer. Well, it's not only that you're certifying yourself to others, it's you're certifying yourself to yourself. Exactly. So that yeah. you have the confidence to say, I know what's involved in product uh, yeah. project management because I've, I'm certified. 
Yes. So you're telling exactly. yourself that so you can yeah. feel better about you, you know, yeah. you know what to do. Yes. And one of the, you know, like uh, for the uh, for any uh, project management professionals, one of the golden rule is to deliver on time and within budget. Yes. You are able to manage the budget better, allocate budget better. So I would say your CFOs would like to interact with you. Right. You know? Because forecasting you means you know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not just tomorrow, but two weeks from now, yeah. when you have enough time to change things. Yes. And, and it's no longer, you know, there is no easy money today. We, yes, we yeah. are, we have to make a conscious effort in spending the, you know, the budget we are allocated wisely. Yes. So these type of uh, technical education, this type of expertise will help you in doing that. Well, thank you, Manashi. It's really helpful to understand these investments that we're doing today are really going to pay off in the future. Exactly. Yeah. And they certainly have for you. So I, I thank you so much for the time you spent with sure. us today and in, in your upskill journey. And I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Grant. It has been great, uh, you know, interacting with you today. And I wish you all the best, too. Thank, thank you. you. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye now. Thanks again to our guest on today's show. If you want to learn more about the demand generation services of InsideUp, please visit our website at insideup.com. While you're there, take our upskilling survey and find out more about this special research program by clicking on the Upskill Journeys page of our website. See you next time.